Just give me one sec. Okay. Um, hey, how's it going? It's going good. I'm doing well. What's your name? My name's Lee Ramirez. Um, what, uh, what town or city are you from? I'm from Oakland, California. Um, did you grow up in Oakland? No. I grew up in Union City when I was a little kid, but then we moved to Oakland when we lost our house. Oh, okay. Um, where did you go to high school? I went to high school at Castlemont, but then the, um, I had got kicked out because of some issues that happened at school. Uh -huh. So I got sent to a like a like an expulsionary school, the Oakland Community Day School. Uh, what was that like? It was okay. It was like it was. I don't know, cause we got. It was basically me and my sister had got jumped, but then we came back to school and had fought the girls again, so they kicked us out. So I felt like it was unfair, but I guess in the Oakland Unified School District, it's a little different. Mm -hmm. So. Um, did you graduate from that school? I'm going to graduate. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're there right now? Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. finishing it. Um, what year were you born? 1999. 99. And, um, let's see, um, um, do you have any plans to go to college? Yes, I do. Where would you like to go or what would you like to study? I'm not too sure where I would like to go. Probably just anywhere I could get into, honestly. I'd like to study something like to do with nursing. I'd like rather, I'd like to be a nurse or a pediatrician or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so you have one sister. Do you have any other brothers and sisters? Yeah, I actually have two sisters and I have four brothers. Oh, wow. A lot of brothers and sisters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have a pretty good relationship with your brothers and sisters? It's okay. I mean, we get along. We all, like, come together eventually mm -hmm. when we see each other, you know. But, we saw, yeah, we get along. <laughs> um, what's your earliest, earliest childhood memory? Hmm. I would think, actually, it's kind of weird. I have this one childhood memory where, like, I just wake up and I, I run down the stairs and I see my mom smoking a cigarette and looking out the window and I just go next to her and I watch and I keep looking out the window too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a dream or if that's really a memory, but that's all I remember. Mm -hmm. um, is your mom from Oakland as well? She was born in Hayward, but mm -hmm. we moved out to Oakland. So we're kind of like, we just stayed there. We just like it out here. Yeah. Um, could you see yourself living in a different city? Yeah, I can. I like Oakland and all, but like I, I wouldn't mind traveling or like going to different cities and seeing how it's like in different places and meeting different people. That's always kind of interested me. What's a town or a city that you've traveled to that you like it made an impression on you? Maybe something that you really liked or just maybe a place that stood out to you? Hmm. I never really got to travel anywhere. Like the furthest I think I've ever been is probably Antioch. That's the farthest. Or San Jose, like that's the farthest. Or Morgan Hill. Morgan Hill is probably the farthest. It's like Farmville kind of. Oh yeah. It's a little like really Farmville. Did you like it? It's okay. I just it was too small townish, but mm -hmm. I think somewhere where like there's a lot of people, I think I'd like that more. Mm -hmm. Um when you were a kid, like a young kid, uh what were some of your favorite TV shows? Mm. Well, let me think about that one. I liked SpongeBob, but the one I was like, I was kind of scared of, but I liked was Cowardly the Courage, Courage the Cowardly Dog. That one kind of like really stood out to me because it was kind of crazy how like there was all these different kind of things going on. And like, I feel like now that I watch it, it's like, I feel like there's a lot of like messages they have in the videos, like kind of crazy ones. I don't know if I like want my little brother or sister watching it, but it was kind of like, yeah. Like what kind of messages? Like I noticed that in one episode, I think they were talking about the devil because there was a 666 on the door and it was like his apartment and it was like the cat, but it was like, you just knew he was like a, like a demonic thing because his tail and he was like talking all crazy and he's all red. So like, I feel <laughs> like they were trying to say like, he was like, 
It was, he was like the devil or something. That's how I feel like they were trying to say it. Yeah. Um, uh, have you ever had a job before? Yeah, I have. I worked at a restaurant. It was like an Indian cuisine restaurant. It was nice. Let's wait for that to cut up. Yeah. <laughs> nice like but I feel like they weren't paying me fair so that's why uh, I stopped working for them what's the best job you've ever had mm, I think my funnest one is probably not the best one to a lot of people but I really have fun sign waving sign waving was fun oh yeah yeah uh, like, what was the business that you were uh, sign waving for it was like a it was called Mancini Sleep Worlds mm-hmm. so yeah like I used to sign away for all kinds of companies, but I really liked them because like it was just fun. Like I liked having a speaker and like meeting new people every day and like seeing people pass by and like I kind of remember the same people like like they lived on that block and they were walking past. Like I like that, like being I, outside and working. I feel like people like driving by. They does it seem like do they like interact with you? Like they would like wave yeah, at you and stuff. Definitely like that? they did. Some people would be nice and wave and smile, and some people. Some people would actually stop and like give me money or something. Like I noticed that I was like I was like really surprised. I would be really surprised. Huh. When they give me money or like some people would stop and give me a water bottle or like something to eat and I'd be really surprised. But some the... people would be rude. It just some actually some people would flip me off, so I'd have to Oh I start laughing. <laughs> Cause I thought it was kinda of funny, like I don't know, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Why do you think they would flip you off? Um just to see like what I'd react or something, that's how I feel. <laughs> I felt um, like it was funny. What's the worst job you've ever had? Mm, the worst one. I think working with my grandma was probably the worst one. Because she, um, she used to post ads on Craigslist for like a moving, like moving services and cleaning. And like, I just didn't like working with her because she was a little too like, she would make me do everything, but then she wouldn't pay me like how much I feel like I deserve. Oh, so yeah. after that, it's like, I didn't really like working with her. Yeah. Does your, your grandmother lives out here too? No, she lives in Union City, but they're about to move. It's like Stockton or something. Oh, okay. Um, what do you like to do in your spare time? <clears throat> well, lately I've just been looking for work, stuff like that. In my spare time, I like to, I like to hang out with my little sister, my baby sister, Chuchi. She's so cute. I was just like hanging out with her and like watching little movies with her. And like, we actually just made Oreo, like deep fried Oreos the other night. And it was kind of fun doing that with her, experiencing like stuff like that with you and your siblings. How do you make those? <laughs> you just buy the Oreos and you dip them in like um, pancake mix mm-hmm. and you just put them in like, you just have, you have to have like a pot of oil boiling and you put them in there, you dip them and they deep fry. I see. And they're good. And sometimes if you want, you put confectioner sugar on it, like the powdered kind. Mm-hmm. Did your sister like them? Yeah, she loved them. <laughs> so did everyone in my family. So, like, I feel like we're going to get fat because <laughs> <laughs> we're just, like, deep frying everything. We had deep fried Twinkies the other night, too. So we're trying new things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's, um, what kind of a job are you looking for right now? I'm looking for, like... I'm looking for like a restaurant job because I have fun like being in a restaurant kind of environment. It's kind of fast paced and yeah, you get to like you get to meet new people. That's what I like about all my jobs. You get to meet new people and experience new things. So like that's what I liked about the restaurant like industry. It's kind of like fast paced and you get to like meet new people and like see how it's like with different people. Mm-hmm. Um, do you? Um, so you're not working right now? No. I'm actually after this, I'm about to go apply for this um, taqueria kind of job, like a busser position. Mm-hmm. That's why I have my little, uh, my folder with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's see. Do you like movies? Yeah, I love movies. For a while, I don't like. For like my high school years, I don't understand why like I couldn't get into movies at all. I don't know like what it was about me. It's like I couldn't sit down and watch a movie. It was like difficult. I don't know like I just had a problem with it. 
-hmm. Like I used to feel like I wasn't doing nothing with my time. So I used to have a really big problem with it. But now it's like, I love watching movies with my family and my mom, especially scary movies. Uh, what is, what would you say one of the best movies that you've seen recently is? Hmm, recently, I liked Get Out. Get Out was a good movie. Mm -hmm. That was like more recent. That was like the most recent one I liked because it was kind of crazy and like, you could kind of see people doing that like these days because mm -hmm. of everything that's going on. Um, do you have a favorite movie like of all time? Mm, what was it? Oh, The Devil's Rejects. That was my favorite one. <laughs> hmm, I haven't seen that. You've never seen that one? Uh-uh. Wow, really? It came out like, uh, it's kind of older now, right? It's old like now. Maybe 15 years? Yeah, by Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm me, familiar with it, but I haven't yeah. seen it. You should watch it. It's kind of crazy. But it's like interesting crazy. I don't know what it is about it. My mom, she um, she's actually the one who like put me on to that. She was like, <laughs> like she turned it on. And, like all of the kids were watching it. It's kind of a crazy movie though. You shouldn't watch it with a little kid, but like. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bloody. But, yeah, but we like. I don't know. It was some parts were kind of scary, but I liked it. Kind of haunted me for some years though. Um, let's see. Do you have a boyfriend? Yes, I do. Um, how long have you guys been together? I've been with him for, it's actually the fourth month now. Oh, so it's pretty new. Yeah. Um, let's see. Were you raised religious? Sort of, like, I, I think in more in the beginning of my upbringing, I was, they were a little bit more religious. Like my dad always was, but my mom, she was never into like, into that religious kind of thing. Like she believed in God, like she believes in God and she prays to him and stuff, but she she won't go out of her way to make you go to church or like make you do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. Like, But my dad was always more like, you have to go to church, stuff like that. But my mom was a little more like, she didn't want to go herself. So yeah, what, it's more my dad's side who likes it. What kind of church was it? It was just Catholic church. Cause, yeah, because my mom had a problem with Christian churches because <laughs> my, um, my dad, my dad's mom is a Christian and she feels like she's such a, a mean person because she's a Christian. I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's just the way they come off. <laughs> so that's the way my mom feels. She feels like we should be Catholic. Are your mother and father still together? Sort of. Like, they love each other, yeah, but like, they're not really together together. Mm -hmm. Like they don't, they don't stay together. They're always off for me, you know? Um, let's see. Oh, um, so with religion, do you feel like that's shaped you in any way? Having your father kind of tell you on one end that it's, that it's good to go to church, that you guys should go to church, but then your mother's kind of more doesn't want to force you, do you feel like that's impacted you in any way? In a way, I think it has because I feel like if I'm gonna wanna go to church and I'm gonna wanna like, you know, like do all that, I feel like that's gonna come from what I wanna do. <laughs> and like them like, kind of like them like wanting it but not wanting it kind of made me like, not really know how to feel about it, I guess. But I know how I feel like about like myself and how like, you know, but I'm not to like say it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, kind of like you feel more, probably like more confident in your own choice. Yeah, my own choice. But like, I feel like stuff they say, I feel like not to really be so confident in it. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, what do you think happens to people when they die? I think, hmm. Sometimes I think you just, you just die and you just go into oblivion and there's nothing that happens. You just... You're just there. But then there's another part of me that thinks maybe there's a heaven and a hell, but I feel like some people could get trapped in between and they just stay here and they're just nothing. They're just nothing. They're just like, just stuck. Do you think that people um, are punished for how they live their lives? Mm, I think they're more so, I would feel like instead of 
like being punished for how they live their lives. I think they're more so punished for what they do in their lives. Like not what they do with their lives, but like how they feel in their soul and what they do. Like, you know how you could just like kill someone and just not care at all. Like I feel like something like that you get sent to hell for. Mm-hmm. Rather than accidentally killing someone and feeling so like I don't know, like feeling bad about it. I feel like it's a little different. Mm-hmm. What would you like to happen? When you die? Mm-hmm. I like to believe that you do go to heaven or hell, but like, but like your kind of heaven, like mm-hmm. something you want to like, instead of like all the like nice things and gold roads and all that stupid stuff, I feel like your kind of heaven is like being with the person you love and being like being with that person like for like just the rest of your soul, like just being there and just being happy mm-hmm. with being there. And that's my kind of heaven. Um, are you familiar with the seven deadly sins? Yeah, I'm somewhat familiar with the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. So we have sloth, gluttony, lust, wrath, envy, pride, and greed. Um, which of these, which of these do you feel like is the most harmful to society? I feel like. I feel like greed, envious, envy and lust are probably the most harmful. Because for greed, there's so many greedy people out there and there's so many like, so many screwed up things happening right now in society and like in the world. And I feel like that's all because of greed, lust and envy. Because you envy to get to the top and you're so greedy, you want all this money and like you forget about what's really important about the world. Mm -hmm. And the lust is just like, I feel like lust just, like when you love people, like when you love somebody, you want to be loyal to them. I feel like when you're less lustful, I feel like that just ruins everything. It ruins, like it just tarnishes the love you have for that person because you chose to step out. Yeah. Um, What's something that you've done so far in your life? Sometimes this is a hard question for people that are really young. Um, But what's something that you've done in your life that you feel very proud of? Something I've done in my life that I feel proud of. Mm -hmm. I feel proud that instead of being at the house and not doing anything, that I'm out like trying to do something and trying to like, yeah, I feel like I'm proud of like, just for being like outside and trying to do something with myself instead of, cause there's a lot of people I know that just stay in the house and just don't, just be on their phones and just like, don't really do much with their time. I really like, I'd rather just be outside and experiencing things. I feel like I'm proud for that. When you were in high school, what kind of a, you know how you have people that are like into theater, or people that are super into sports, yeah. or people that are like really into art. What kind of a person would you say that you were? Like, what were you into? That's a good question. <laughs> well, I was like, I was more outspoken my freshman year until I had actually cut off all my hair. After that, I kind of like, it kind of like made me think different. It kind of made me feel different. So after that, I was kind of like the quiet kid in the class. I just sat in the background, just like did all my work and like just try to get out of class real quick. I wasn't really like, I feel like I didn't really have fun like I should have my first couple years, but towards my last years, like my my senior year, I feel like I was like my best year. That's when I started like, I started talking more, I feel like, especially when I went to community day school, I feel like I talked a little bit. I started talking a little bit more towards the end because I realized that's my like my last year of high school and I'm not going to have, you're not going to go back in time, you know, and be able to have fun no more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you should just have fun. Did you have um, certain subjects that you liked the most or subjects that you liked the least? Mm, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I had a big problem with math. I don't like, I had such a problem with it until my last year. And I got be- I got so much better at it. I was able to do like things in my head, but like all through my like all through my years, I've always had problems with math. 
other than that, I always liked history. I loved English because I was always good at writing. I was always good at like putting my thoughts onto paper. That's what that's what a lot of my English teachers noticed that I had. Like, I was really good at writing. So yeah, I, I love those classes. Did you have any books that you really liked that maybe a teacher taught you about and you were like, oh, that was a really good book? Um, yeah, the um, I, their eyes were watching God. That was a good book. That was definitely a good book. I feel like I read that in high school. Is it Zora Neale Hurston? Yes. Yeah, yes. I don't remember much about it, though. What was, was the book good. about? It was about a lady who, um, she basically, she had like a, she had, I don't know if, it, yeah, it was like an affair kind of like on her husband. And she ran off with like a younger man named Tea Cake, I believe. And they ran off together and something happened where he died and she had to come back by herself and she had on overalls and I guess she left there with like a satin dress and everyone on the porch were talking was talking shit about her basically because she came back all broke and not you know with no money and not him and nothing like to her name and stuff so all through the story kind of like tells her like journey toward like you know dealing with that what happens to her in the end hmm, I actually can't remember what happened to her at the end <laughs> Hopefully, uh, what was it? I can't remember what happened to her at the end. I just remember the beginning. What did you, what appealed to you about it? How come you liked it? I just liked how it was just like so well written. I love how it was so well written. Like they just like, it made you feel like you were there. Like the way they put, the way they had her dialogue, like everybody's dialogue in the story, it just made you feel like that was really how they talked and that's really how they like felt back then. What time period was it? Um, I believe it was in the 18-something 18, 18 or 19, okay. 18 some, 1800s or 1900s, something like that. I think it was in Harlem, too. Oh, cool. Um, let's see. What's something that you would like to see or do before you die? Mm, something I'd like to see or do. Before I die, I would definitely like to travel the world before I die. Like, you know, cause you're gonna be here your whole life and like, and not see the whole world. Like, what was the point of you being, I feel like what was the point of you being here if you're not gonna be able to see the whole world? So I'd like to see every, like, I would like to try to visit every part of the world. Is there a certain country or a certain place that stands out to you? Like a place that you would really like to go? Yeah. My boyfriend actually has um, family in Mexico, so I'd like to visit over there, like to that part of Mexico. I think it was in, I can't remember what part of Mexico, but he said some kind of part of Mexico. And like, I don't know, I just heard that they um, they have bags of juice over there and they don't use like cups or cans. So I really want to drink out of like juice like that. Yeah. Um, What's one of your favorite places to go? It could be like a restaurant or like a park or a city or a town or uh, yeah. where's some, somewhere that you like going? Hmm. Well, I think a city I like going to like, just cause the park there, I think uh, Union City. There's this park um, by San Juan and it's just like, I always liked being there because that's where I grew up originally, like before I moved out to Oakland. The, we lived right next to a big old park with sand in it, and I just used to love being there every day. That's like, I used to go there from in the morning, so I used to stay there all during the day, just playing outside with all the little kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. So just being around there kind of brings back memories. I think I like being, I like going there and visiting there sometimes. What was your favorite thing about high school? My favorite thing about high school? I think my favorite thing about high school is when I met my boyfriend, Adon. I think that was my favorite thing. Because, mm -hmm. like, it's kind of funny how we met. <laughs> he, um, there's, um, there's a middle school and a high school side at the, um, at the school we go to. It's like an expulsionary school, so it's either you get, like, anywhere in the district you get expelled from, you get sent there. Mm -hmm. So he was on the middle school side, and I met him, and I was on the high school side, so it's kind of funny how, like, we got, we became boyfriend and girlfriend, you know? I don't know. He's younger, so it's kind of funny. Would you feel comfortable talking um, about what led to the expulsion? Yeah, I feel comfortable. 
Um, so what happened? How come, how come you were expelled from the school that you were at? Okay, basically, like, I was doing good at Castlemont. I was, like, I was just by myself, you know, like, just, like, do my work. But my sister had got readmitted to Castlemont. Like, cause when you, after you go to the school of CDS, you get readmitted after like being there for a whole year, you get readmitted. So she was able to pick which school she wanted to go to. They sent her to Castlemont, my school. So I was so happy. Like She's just, older or younger? She's younger. She's uh-huh. only a year younger. So I was like really excited to have my little sister like there with me. Like we we're going to hang out. Like it reminded me of middle school days. Cause we used to always hang out together and do everything together. Mm-hmm. So she got sent there and um, basically, <laughs> Basically, she had um, she had met a boy and like they became boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. And that boy had had an ex girlfriend and she was really jealous of my sister. So um, they had exchanged words in the hallway, like something like something about my sister made a joke about <laughs> about just a funny like some boy had to throw a ball at her and like the girl was like some said something like um, don't throw balls at me and my sister was like you catch these nuts. So it was kind of like, <laughs> she kind of started it, but I thought it was really funny. Um, so yeah, that girl had got mad and went to the next class and told all her friends. And all her friends came and confronted us at lunch. At an Oakland school, they don't say you can smoke openly, but basically you can. Like There's like a guardian, you could just smoke and they don't bother you as long as you don't leave school campus. Hmm. So... We were like, yeah, we were just hanging out over there with our friends and stuff. And then that's when a big group of like, basically the whole cheerleading squad of Castlemont came up to us and wanted to fight us. So yeah, me and my sister had to fight basically the whole cheerleading squad. There's big girls, little girls, all kinds of girls. Like <laughs> they just ran into us and we were all fighting. And then me and my sister had left and we came back that same within like the next hour with our hair tied up and we fought the girls again. And then, yeah, they expelled us because somebody's phone got taken. So there were two fights? Yeah, there's two fights. So the first fight, was anyone injured? Yeah. There was, like, well, not really injured. It was, like, we had scratches on our faces, and my sister had a lot of her hair pulled out. And her hair was really long, so she was really mad about that because they were all just grabbing her by her hair and holding her down so she couldn't swing on no one. Hmm. And, like. The security guard was trying to hold me down so I couldn't find nobody. And it was just like, I felt like it was really not fair. So that's why we came back the second time and we fought them again. And they didn't like it because we, like, this time we got on them because there was only a couple people that, like, were there. So we were, you know, we were fighting those girls. And they were bleeding everywhere. And, like, both of them were, like, just nasty, like, bleeding, bleeding everywhere. Like, <laughs> it just gross. So, yeah. The second time, like, we just felt sore. We weren't, like, injured or anything, but. Yeah, that's how that, that's, I feel like that's why we got expelled. It's because they were injured and somebody's phone got took and stuff like that. And the second, so the second fight, did that happen on school grounds as well? Yes. One of them, the first one was in the school parking lot, like by the garden. And then the second time was in the, basically in the parking lot again. But it, we got let out, like, because there were so many people, there was like, basically the whole school was down there. So we had to, we went to the front of the school and we were still fighting. So it was like a lot of people Hmm. just fighting. And then, um, so then the administration or the principals, then um, what happened? Did they like bring you in right away? No. um, Actually, it might cut out. So um, maybe we should pick this up in a moment because I feel like the camera's going to cut out in like 20 seconds. (laughs) All right. Um, I guess what did your... What did your mother and father say about the whole thing? Uh, my mom and dad were actually really like upset about the whole thing because they didn't, they were kind of scared that we got jumped and like they didn't want like something like that happening again off of school campus. Like they didn't want us running into each other like me and my sister running into those people again. And she didn't want like anything happening to where like we get like when the cops get called or something like if me and the me and like the group of people end up fighting again. She didn't want nothing like that happening. So she was kind of like she was afraid about that. Like mm-hmm. she was like she was upset mostly because we got expelled and she knew we were gonna get expelled too for going back. So she was extra mad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it? Do you feel like this new situation that you're in is is good? Better? I do you feel like, like you're in a better place now than you were then? Yeah, I definitely feel like I was in like I'm in a better place now. 
Okay, so that's, uh, we're halfway through. Um, do you feel like you need a break? Do you want water or anything like that? No. Want to keep going? Yeah. Okay, great. So for the next part, we, um, it's three minutes and then it's just silent. Okay, that's three minutes. Okay. Um, were you raised, were your parents, did they have any type of like political outlook, like Democrat, Republican, or uh, any kind of like political affiliation or, or outlook? Um, they had no like affiliation. Like, I feel like Democrat, Democratic or Republican, and I don't feel like they really like were like into that kind of like thing, but they were more like, they more like were, but they still like thought about like the presidents and like, you know, like were like afraid or like, you know, like had concerns about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I feel. Do you feel like their views have, um, I guess, in influenced you in any way? Yeah, I think their views have influenced me, but I feel like 
I influence myself by what I think, but I somewhat like, I somewhat listen to what they have to say. But if I have a, but I feel like my grandmother has like a really different outlook from us. Like, I feel like that's a different, like a lot of different parts of our families have different outlooks. Um, like what, what kind of outlook does your grandmother have? Like some people, I don't like, my grandma has like a, like, the kind of outlook like she's kind of like she's kind of like a selfish person i'm not gonna lie but is this your mother's mother or your father's mother no my father's mom mm-hmm. yeah on her on his side like she feels like she i don't know like she like reads the, like articles on facebook and she believes all of them like it's kind of like ridiculous like there's some stuff that they like i know that are fake they're lies but she just like like propaganda but she like believes all of it because it's on facebook and she thinks it's true with Obama, like she like she reads stuff like about him being Muslim and like all kinds of weird like crazy stuff. Like, I would never think, and she just like she comes up with it for Facebook. So hmm. I feel like I don't know how to feel about that. She's kind of like believes a lot of fake news. Yeah. Um, oh. Um, do you feel like when you were so what was the process like when you were expelled from high school? So did were there like lots of meetings or like, how does that even happen? Did, does it go like on the spot? Like you go in there and they're like, you're expelled, like you're out of here. Like, how does that even go down? It depends. Okay, there's two ways it could go. When we got expelled, they send, they send you a letter to your home and they tell you that you can still pick up like work, classwork from Castlemont so that you keep your grades up but you have to pick it up and you have to bring it back there and they'll kind of put your grades in until like the next, until they have, until you have the hearing, the new, like the expulsion hearing. And when you have one of those, like you basically have to go down to downtown and you go there with your mom or your parents or guardians or whoever. And they, I felt like it was a waste of time. So I didn't want to go to mine. So I didn't go to mine. But How come sister, you didn't, how come you felt like it was a waste of time? Because I know how it goes. Like my sister and my brother had already been expelled before for like around the same thing, for getting jumped and like for fighting back. And it happened in Hayward, in the Hayward district, in the Hayward Unified School District. And um, they didn't do like, they just like, they basically, they sit you down, they try to explain to you why you're getting expelled. And like, no matter what you say, if you feel safe, it was the self-defense or like you feel like it was wrong or like, they, they say that they have evidence against you and they say that Basically, they just go by what the administrative, like what the principal wants to do from the school, mm-hmm. and they feel like you should you should get expelled. They're gonna agree with like the adults in the situation, and yeah, they just they just expel you. They explain to you why you're getting expelled and like what's gonna happen and what school you're gonna go to, like what the expul like expulsionary school you're gonna go to next. So I felt like if I went, I would have just got mad because they're gonna try to tell me that I came back and I jumped some students, and that's why I'm getting expelled. But those girls who jumped us, none of them got expelled. And they all got to go to some, like, big football thing, like Raiders thing right after. So I was kind of like, I didn't understand why we got expelled for coming back and fighting them. You know, like, we got jumped in the first place. So I was just going to get mad going to the hearing like, and having to hear that. So I didn't want to go. Um, can parents go to that hearing? Yeah, parents, yeah. Guardian, you're supposed to go to with your um, guardian or your parent. Did your parents... Um... Did they go to your sisters? They went to my sisters, yeah, and my brothers. They all went together because my brother wanted to try to fight it because my brother wanted to stay in that school. But they tried to, they just said, no, you're getting expelled. You're getting sent to an Oakland one because you live out there. Huh. So yeah, they just expelled them flat out. And uh, how uh, your brother is older? Yeah, mm-hmm. my brother is about a year older than me. Did he end up at the same school where you're currently at? Yeah. Yeah. And um, he finished though. Yeah, he finished after they after a year of completing a year and a half there, you get readmitted to a new school so that it doesn't show up on your college application or something like that. Like you just get to a new school and then they like Dewey or like yeah, some school like that. Like they just send you there and then after that you finish all your credits. It's like a recovery like programs you go to for your credits. And you just finish all that and you could just graduate that same year. That's what he did. He graduated. I think from Redsdale. Uh, what's he doing now? Right now, he's just working. Mm-hmm. Does he feel um, 
does he feel regret about the situation that led to him in that school or does he feel like everything worked out fine? At first he was really like, he was angry and kind of like, he was angry that he got expelled for that because there's a lot of things that happened with that principal before and he felt like there was favoritism going on at that school before that even happened. So he felt like after that happened and they didn't get in trouble, but he and my sister did, he felt like there was definitely favoritism going on. And he like he was angry for a while, but after he graduated from Rentadale, he felt like, you know, what does it matter? You know, at least he graduated still. Yeah. So I feel like he's happier now. Do you feel like the process is fair? I feel like it's not fair. I feel like in some aspects, yeah, it's fair because, you know, you do what you do and you get expelled, you get punished for it. But I feel like, I feel like there's some people that go to my school currently and that they don't even, I feel like they shouldn't even be there. But certain rules they have that are stricter than others and they try to say, that's why you're getting expelled. And I feel like they don't even belong there. Um, how do you mean? Because some of the kids get at my, at my school have gotten in trouble for like having weed or like something like edibles or like something like that or like on them, like on their persons. And I feel like, I feel like they don't even belong, like they don't even really belong at my school because they're like, they're such nice people. I like, they're just like, like, I feel like something like that. I feel like, why can't they just like, like, why can't they find a way to like talk to the student and like, you know, kind of like keep, try to keep them at the school, but like have a punishment for them, you know? Yeah. Because they're getting expelled and then that shows up on your record, like on your school record forever and like kind of getting expelled for some stupid stuff. And like, especially if they already had good grades and they're already like really good students. Like there's people, there's students at my school that are really good at like, really good at all subjects. And they're really like, they're really smart. I feel like they have been more like better potential than what they're like giving, like what they're giving. Yeah. Do you, um, does it seem like the school, the schools are very quick to expel people? Kind of like almost, but not really because, because like when you go to like an Oakland school, it's like, I noticed, I really did notice that it's really different from like a OU, like a New Haven Unified or like some other like district because there's like, you could get into a fight with another student and still be in that same classroom the next hour and not, you won't like, they won't get it suspended or nothing like that. Like it's just, just cause it's a little fight. But like, so I noticed that like, they're kind of flexible when it comes to fights. Like you could still be in that same classroom and like still like, you know, still be interacting with that person. But I noticed that like, oh, and like some people, sometimes they won't even notice the fights. There could be a bunch of fights going on the campus. They won't even notice. Cause they're so like, there's some other stuff going on. There's not enough campus security. How many fights do you feel like happen or happened at that school that you were at? Was it Castle. like every month, every, every day. week? I feel every like it day. was almost every day. Yeah, there's wow. always like something going on where there was like just stuff going on all the time. Cause there's so many kids, like there's so many students in one place. And it's like, there's always like people going like, people having problems with each other. Huh. Okay, there was this one time with um, some boy fought a girl and he like really got on her. And I was like, I was kind of surprised because Right after, they just let them all still be in the same classroom. Like, he could still come back in and be okay with, like, with her being there. So it was kind of like, I didn't really understand that. Like, it kind of confused me. Like, like the teachers kind of get scared and stuff. I feel like, I feel like by having them come back to the classroom, they, like, I don't know, like, they try to, like, they try to make it to where, like, you know, like, they don't get in trouble, but like some kind of, so no repercussions. I felt like there wasn't enough repercussions. And that's why people felt like they could fight and like you could get away with it. It sounds like that's, if there's a place where there's fights happening almost every single day, that doesn't, that doesn't seem like a very safe place for students, for young people. Do you feel that way? Somewhat, but it's just like, I feel like that's kind of like life. Like it's just, there's always gonna be problems with like other people and like people fighting and stuff like that. But mm, it could be unsafe, but it's like, I don't know. That's just the way, like, I feel like that's just the way it is sometimes. Like, it's just like, you know, like what are they gonna do? Like talk to, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what they would, like the solution for that would be, I feel like. Hmm. Um. Let's see, you mentioned earlier 
uh, before we started the interview that you woke up and you had an IV? Oh, yeah. I have a pick line in my arm. Do you feel comfortable talking about that? Yeah, I feel comfortable talking about it. Um, what, what, how come you have that? What is that for? Um, it's for antibiotics. You want to see it? Um, sure. Yeah. It's for antibiotics. Um, I had a knee injury like last month. See, this is like, you put the antibiotics in there and then it goes in there and it's like a tube that goes up to your chest. It's huh. like a pick line. It goes all the way up to your heart or next to your heart. So you gotta be really careful what, what you do and stuff like that. But um, How come that, um, so you injured your knee? Yeah, I had like, it's actually kind of crazy how it happened. Like I, a lot of the doctors don't even know what happened. Like My knee, I just woke up like the day after Christmas, like the, no, the day before Christmas, like Christmas Eve, I woke up and I was with my boyfriend and we were sleeping. And I noticed that my leg was like really hurting. And I have trolley horses like from time to time. And just like, you know, a trolley horse is just a cramp and mm -hmm. you just massage it out of your leg. Yeah, like I noticed that this time my kneecap like really hurt and I didn't understand why. I was like, why does my kneecap hurt if I just massaged it out? So I just go about the whole day being stubborn. I walk around on my kneecap and my kneecap gets worse and worse. But I'm such a stubborn person, I don't care. You know, like I just like, I, w I need to go places. I need to go do stuff because I don't like being in one place. And so yeah, I walk around for the second day. Like I'm just doing the dishes and like, I notice like my knee almost goes out on me. Like it's just all the way swollen and I can't bend it. I can't step on it at all. Like there's no way I could put pressure on it. So after that, I spend the whole night screaming and crying. And, my boyfriend kind of forces me to go. He tells me, you know, you're just crying all night. You got to go right now. Like we're going to the hospital right now. So he brings me to the hospital and we go to the hospital. And um, they tell me that I have like a knee infection, like a septic like knee infection. And hmm. that they're, that I'm lucky that it's in, not in the bone yet, but it was only in the tissue. So they had to cut open my knee and um, drain it the same, like, the same night and the morning after that. And um, it was really painful when I woke up, I was screaming and like, I couldn't stop crying. I got over it. Like I'm a crybaby, so <laughs> I was crying. Yeah, it was like they they cut off some sultures and they try to find out what kind of bacteria it was. So they grew it in an incubator, and I was in the hospital for like two weeks. And they said that they couldn't find out what it was because they tried to grow it, but it wouldn't grow. So they didn't. They couldn't understand what kind of bacteria it was. So um, instead of like. So we actually don't know. They tested me for all kinds of like stuff, like hepatitis, HIV, like all kinds of scary stuff, like arthritis, like rheumatoid arthritis, everything. Like it all came back negative, and they don't understand. Like they don't really understand what it was. So huh. I had to put a pick line in my arm so that I could go home. And um, the pick line, yeah, basically every morning I have to wake up and take antibiotics. And my brother administers it to me, and it's kind of like. Ooh, it's kind of grossy me out right now just thinking about it. <laughs> Do you feel it going in your body? You can feel it. It's like it feels like coldness just going inside wow. your arm. So it's like it's kind of like a crazy experience. It's kind of like nasty. Huh. How long do you have to do that for? I have to do it until the 17th or the 19th because they got to do some blood tests on the 17th to see like, if like the infection's all the way out of my body because mm -hmm. they said that kind of an infection could like. If it goes, if it go, they said if I had waited too long, then it would have went into my bloodstream and it could have got really serious and I could have died. So wow. it could have been some whole, like some whole other stuff. Yeah. So it was kind of really scary for me. I was kind of like, after that, I'm, like, I'm just trying to get my antibiotics ripped done because I'm not, that's too scary for me. Hmm. Um, what's something that gives you hope? hope about the future, either for yourself, for your life, or maybe even for the country? Hmm. I think what gives me hope is just, like, Adam. He really gives me hope, like, I don't know, like, he really makes me happy, like, I don't know, like, just thinking about, like, having a future with him and just, like, or just a future, like, I don't know, I can't, like, imagine not living with him or being with him. It's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, when you think about the world and things that are happening in the world, do you feel like things are generally in a good place or generally in uh, not a good place? I feel like right now, I hope it stays neutral, but it's, I feel like it's going to get like, I don't know, the president kind of scares me. <laughs> like, 
the way he tweets about certain stuff, like he feels like he's a little kid. Like I just like I can't believe it. Like damn, like it really is scary. Like I don't know. Like some people try to say he has like a a good plan though, or like some stuff. Like I don't like my grandma. Like really likes him, but hmm. I don't agree with it. I feel like I feel like he's gonna get us into a lot of shit we can't get out of, and then we're just you know we're gonna have to fend for ourselves. And just, I don't know. It's kind of scary thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's in a bad place right now. Neutral kind of like on the borderline of it could be get it could get worse and it could like it could get better i don't know what would you like people to know about you i would like people to know that i would like people to know that like if they ever needed anything or if they like they were ever in a tough spot like I'm always there. I think that's what I like people to know. Let's see. Um, what's an example of something that you did that um, it sounds like you help out quite a bit with your sister? Yeah. Uh, what else do you feel like you've done that where you feel like you've like helped people out? I feel like, like, I don't know, I kind of like, I feel like I spend like a majority of like my life, like really helping out my family, like always, like whenever they need bills paid or like whenever they need to like help with like, help with food or like anything like that. I feel like I'd really go out my way to go to the stores and go get that food. Or if I didn't have the money, go make sure that they had it. Or like, I feel like I really always went out my way for my family. Like or for people like that, I felt like really needed it, or for people I loved, I noticed that about myself. Like, I always put somebody else before myself. I'll put like somebody I love or somebody I care about more like ahead of myself because I feel like I don't necessarily feel like I don't deserve it, but I feel like they deserve it more. Hmm. It's kind of like a weird kind of affliction I feel like I have. Yeah. How come affliction? I feel like it's affliction because it's like I feel like that's not good. Like, like. There's like a lot of situations where like if somebody else needed the money more than me or if like I feel like, or if I feel like it's more like for an important thing, like I feel like it's always more important than myself. That's why I always feel like it's like a problem. Mm-hmm. Or like if it comes like somebody needs clothes or anything like that, I feel like they're more important than I am. Like I feel like people always try to tell me to put myself ahead of everybody. But I can't do it. It's like, I feel like they need it, or like they deserve it. It's like weird. What kind of stuff are you learning about in school right now? Like, um, what kind of things do they teach you? What kind of classes do you have? Right now, it's like they have computers, like computer science kind of thing, like or like computer coding. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like he's teaching us how to like put the codes together, how they make different meanings together, and like what it means, and, like how it works. We're still like in the beginning stages of that. Do you like it? I like it. I feel like it's interesting. Like that'll help me make like if I ever want to get into like a job like that. I feel like that'll like that's a really good stepping stone to help me do it. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, and then like we're just reading like different books in my English class, and we're just like we're just like learning about like history, like how history repeats itself, and like stuff like that. What kind of stuff from history? Have you learned about that maybe you thought was interesting or something that stood out to you? I always thought the St. Louis trials stood out to me like the most. Like I don't know, like it was always kind of like interesting to me how like so many people could like be in their own fears and like really be like fearful of each other and like their neighbors to where they feel like other people could like be witches and like crazy stuff like that. Kind of like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Why do you think that happens? I feel like because people have their own fears about themselves and like what could happen, and I feel like they put like they put out their fears fears out to other people, and it makes people feel like like they can't trust each other and stuff like that. And I don't, like that just like it kind of like turns like the whole community against each other because they feel like they can't trust each other. Hmm. What's something that you see that is? Um something that you see in your day-to-day life that you feel like is 
like a like a really big problem, like something that needs to be dealt with? Um, I feel like a big problem. Big problem. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of problems out there, but I can't think of what a problem. I think a problem would be people not. Damn, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, a problem I see day to day. Yeah, yeah. I think you got me stuck on that one. I don't know mm-hmm. what to say for that one. That's okay. Um, let's see. I feel like I burned through my questions really fast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Let me think. We only have about, we have about four minutes and then it will click off. Um, Or somewhere or something that you would like to be doing in five years when you think Ooh. about your life or your future like in five years well I don't know it's kind of crazy like ever since I was younger I've never wanted kids or anything like that but it's kind of trippy like with the dance like I wouldn't mind like five years from now like both of us having jobs both of us like I don't know maybe raising a kid maybe having a kid <laughs> like maybe maybe mm-hmm. and like just like living life and just like being happy maybe mm-hmm. even like be finishing up colleges by then yeah like just being happy and just having our own apartment and just like going places and like going out to eat and like having fun mm-hmm. i think that's what i'd like to be five years from now what kind of things does your boyfriend like to do? (laughs) He likes to, right now he's in juvenile hall, but he likes to, I don't know, like we just like to go places, like me and him, like we'll go out and like go hang out with his friends and like, we just like like to go places and go do things together. Um, He's in juvenile hall right now? Yeah. um, Do you feel comfortable saying why? Yeah, I feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, what was it? Oh, it was just, <laughs> actually, it's kind of funny. Four months ago when we first got together, he had cut off his GPS monitor, like, the day we got together, so. Oh. I hope I'm not to blame for that, but it was something, like, I don't know, like, he just wanted to cut it off. And like, yeah, after that, he cut it off, but, like, after my birthday, he decided to turn himself in, so he turned himself in. So the court, they put a GPS monitor, and then they just know where you are all the time? Yeah. And you're supposed to stand, like go from the house just to school, and that's it. Just like from where you're supposed to go, and you're supposed to let them know before you go places. Uh-huh. But after you cut it off, like basically there's a warrant out for your arrest after that. And, um, you're on the run. Huh. So yeah, he just turned himself in, and then you got to pay the. There's like a fee. There's like they charge you for that every time you cut it off and you lose that monitor. They charge you for that monitor. So they charge you the bill, and then like it depends like if you're not gone for too long or if you're like being good, if you were being good when you were on GPS, you get sent back to being on GPS. So hopefully that's what happens with him. How come he, uh, why did he have the GPS on him? He had the GPS on because prior to that he had got caught up for sleeping in a Stella, I think. Something like, some charges like that. Like he was just asleep in a, like a stolen car and that's it. Oh, asleep in a stolen car. Yeah. And, but you met him at the school that you're at now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we met each other there. Um, let's see. So when I think about these, this project, like with the interviews and the paintings and stuff, I think about it like how people will receive it like many, many, many years in the future, like 100, 200, maybe even 300 years in the future. Yeah. Um, so when you look around and you see your life and you think about your life, um, 
do you have anything that you would maybe like to say or any advice or something that you would like to give to people? Yeah, definitely. I feel like, especially like, you know, like if you're watching this like so many years from now, I feel like it'd be cool to like listen to what, like what I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can keep going. So the camera cut out, but the audio is still going. The audio still on? Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like, I feel like no matter what life puts you through, like no matter what circumstances, like if you like, you know, like you just get like, you know, you just wake up and you're born, you know, and like you have a messed up mom and dad or like any like stupid stuff like that, you know, like you could always over like go through all that, go all through that stuff and like be like sad and all that stuff when you get older. But just know that once you get older and all that stuff is over, you're just a stronger person. And that just makes you even like, it just makes you even more like, I feel like a hero, you know, because you could do better. You just, you just got to power through all that negative negativity. And after that, you're your own person. and None of that stuff matters. So yeah, that's all I got to say. Awesome. Thank you very much. Do you have any, um, anything else that you'd like to say? Any questions or final thoughts? Um, yeah. I love you, Don. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. All right. Thank you. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That was super cool. All right. Thank you so much. Too. That was fun. <laughs>